looking to get side of Fon. Lafondra away from David. 3-1 running. Three points running. Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls podcast. I try to be upbeat when I'm recording these at the beginning to enthuse you to listen to a little bit more. But today, I'm not going to bother. It's yet another shitstorm at Reading FC. The owner has completely shafted us. He hasn't paid the money he should have paid to the EFL. We've got another three-point deduction. And to help me talk through it, I've been joined by the Reading Chronicles' James Earnshaw. Shall we go to the pub? Yeah, how are you not there already, Paul? Well, I am actually drinking already. I have to be honest, <laughs> I am drinking whilst I'm recording this. It's the only way forward. Um, so, James, talk us through the exact reason why we have been given a three-point deduction. Well, we were we were given a four-point deduction, technically. Uh, we, we accepted the first point straight away. And then we were told that basically we had to pay the wages on time every time for the next year. And then we also had to put in 125% of the wage bill to sort of as a deposit, sort of cover it in case Di couldn't pay it for whatever time, one month, just to sort of, I guess, kind of prove his long-term interest. Uh, The deadline was yesterday. Uh, The deadline's come and gone. No money's been put in. As far as I'm aware, he never had any intention of putting it across. Um, So, yeah, the three points uh, suspended lasted all of less than a month before it basically became a four-point deduction which I think most people could probably have guessed when it was announced that gonna, um, when that plan was announced in the first place, that it wasn't going to last. And it has proven so. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not at all. It, no way, no Reading fan out there, deep in their heart, is any way surprised by that. That doesn't mean that it doesn't make it horrendous news, because mm. it, it really does. But that means that we now have two points after six games. We're in the relegation zone. And the EFL have taken 16 points of us in the last few seasons, which is more than any other club. I'm going to credit that one to Greg Double because he was mm. the one who found that out. But uh, the situation is just unbearable as a fan, James, because I just can see no end to it. I mean, here's a question here from Mark Bradford. Gutted. Where does this end? Next month we miss it again. And what happens? The scary one is if we mess the tax authorities around and then we are toast. So scary. So does this mean that we're going to be back in this scenario again next month? Because it feels like that. Is that right? Yeah, well, every single month there's always a question about wages and and the tax bill. Um, I should know because I'm the one that's got a bloody ring around and ask every single month about whether anyone's been paid or whether anyone, you know, whether the taxes have been paid. Keep checking the bloody... um, uh, you know, uh, winding up order website, which we all found quite useful over the summer. Um, so yeah, for me, the only t- there is three ways out for me. There's you either someone's dart enough to come in as a minority shareholder and bail him out, which makes no mon- no financial sense to me. But there might be some businessman out there that thinks it's worth it. Uh, he puts it into administration, which would more or less conceal us to League Two, um, or or we go bust, which would conceal us to. A Phoenix club and non-league football for the foreseeable. So none of those sound enjoyable. None of those sound nice. Um, but, you know, we're Reading fans, so we've just got to be, you know, put up with whatever gets thrown our way because it's our team. Uh, other clubs have gone down the same route and, you know, have come back and I guess it's our turn to take our share of the shit. But the problem is it's the fans, isn't it? 
And you lot, you see other fans, and some of them will gloat about it. I get it, it's football. Mm. And they say, you need to sort yourself out. But it's not us. It's the owner. The owner has completely fucked us over. In no way. The man is an absolute wank stain and should be removed from this club immediately. Unfortunately, it doesn't work like that because he has mm. to sell it. But I, I'd be happy if that bastard never, ever enters the ground again. I'm sick of that absolute twat. I mean... How can anyone justify his behavior after the way he's destroying the club? It's 150 years just over. And when you say things like liquidation, you feel like there'd be a buyer out there. But why would anyone want to get a minority stake with mm. us, James? Because you're just throwing money away with dying charge. I mean, I know you said that, but it just makes no logical sense to me. No, no, it makes no sense to me either. I know there are a few, you know, there's been a few parties banded around as as potential uh, investors. Um, I don't, I don't see the the sort of um, benefit in it. But I have not got more money than sense. So, if you fancy, you know, feeling like a, a, a knight, a savior to come in and, you know, um, help keep the lights on, which I, ultimately I think is what Di wants, is he wants someone with money that's in the UK that can keep things afloat while he sorts out whatever's going on, you know, internationally, uh, which I don't really want to get into geopolitics on a football podcast, but, you know, with the world being smaller now with internet and, and you know, TV and stuff, you know, it is now in football geopolitics. Um, but, you know, I don't see why anybody would, but, you know, you better hope there is because the other two options sound even worse. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> I mean, the club talked about it and I've put out statements saying that they're looking for new investment. But the fact is that when the EFL asked for more evidence of this, the club could provide none. Now, you could say that's down to due diligence and down to people not wanting to give away their identities. But it's kind of sets off a few alarms in my head, James. Uh, it's hard to like discuss that one, but what's your gut feeling on that? Alarms? You can't hear in my head. There's so many bloody alarms running through all the... <laughs> red flags and whatever yeah. else going on at Reading. I think there are genuinely people that are, are taking an interest. It's whether Dai's listening. It's whether Dai mm. actually means what he says when the, the, well, the statement that was written on his behalf uh, about investors. But there are, you know, for sure, people that are looking around. Um, you know, the problem is when you start gaining a reputation as a bit of a basket case club, the uh, sort of list of credible buyers very much reduces. Um, you know, the sharks start to circle and you know, there's a few, um, you know, big name, bad investors down the years that always seem to crop up when there's teams in crisis. Um, and, you know, if Dai genuinely want to sell, I'm sure there'll be a few people interested. It's just whether any of them are even any better or any worse. Where's Ashley when we need him? Oh, God, imagine that. God, that could only things get worse. But here we are. Here's one from Eddie Core. It's a real statement that the owner can't put 125% away. Shows that his cash flow is totally restricted and his search for investment is bullshit. We don't know that, so we have to just discuss that. This will continue until he walks away with our stadium and training ground, sadly. Well, the stadium, yeah, there's no mm -hmm. doubt that he does own that. But the training ground, I'm pretty sure that actually is owned by Reading in some roundabout way, James. Yeah, yeah, no, it's been said um, a few different places. The training ground is owned by us. Obviously, the ground itself is owned by Dai, and then the land, some of the land around the ground is owned by the Thais from the previous regime. Um, 
but I, I believe so before we die are doing something with the council aren't they to try and protect yes yes the yes, stadium yes, yes. so you know hopefully they get a bit of luck there and at the very minimum um it's got to be remained i think as a football as, as use as a, as a as a sports arena which limits you know the use that die could have for it um so hopefully they keep up the good work uh sort of in the background um as inevitably fans want to see action and protests but you know there's lots of other interesting bits and bobs that i'm sure will come to fruition in the coming weeks that could be quite helpful yeah let's hope so here's another one there's a lot of questions here about the efl and the responsibility they have to take for the scenario that we're in and i totally get mm. that i mean <laughs> just couldn't i mean i say it can't get worse it definitely can get worse <laughs> and that's not me being depressing unfortunately I think it's quite likely to get worse than mm -hmm. this. And that is really draining for all Reading fans listening to this because you you do wonder going to matches. You see a win, but have you really seen a win? Because mm. for me, it feels like we're going to we're winning games whenever we do. I know we haven't won that many, but it's just to counter any points deduction. I mean, how sad is that as a fan, James, going to matches? And you obviously being a journalist and a fan, thinking is this really going to help us consolidate us or is it just kind of helping us see off another deduction? Yeah. Well, you know, that's, you know, there's many words sad being, being one of them. Um, but we need the points now more than ever. They're going to keep taking them away from us and we're going to need to add a, even more on just to stay up. You know, Reading, I don't think the way it's being run, I mean, Reading in league two with a stadium that wouldn't even get a quarter full. I don't see how it can keep going as a viable business in League Two. I think League One's probably the lowest we can go to without seriously having to consider, you know, whether Reading can keep going uh, the way it is now. Um, so, you know, we're from, you know, 10 years of relegation battles and thinking that, you know, coming down will be a chance to reset. Well, I think we've got at least one more to have to try and stave off this year. Yeah. There's another one here about the EFL from uh, Edgar McKenzie. How's the EFL proved it in the first place as they had a failed takeover at Hull City? Ridiculous how this is ongoing still. The club is dying and it's down to die. I mean, mm. the EFL's responsibility here, James, um, it's so hard for them to actually stop any takeover because they've got such a tight re remit on how they can stop people. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, well, it's basically, have you got any previous convictions and do you currently own another EFL club? That's basically it, providing you don't, then you're basically in. I mean, they, he was turned down from Hull when they were in the Premier League and they have a stricter um, rules and regulations test. Um, you know, where do you even start from EFL? You know, everybody knows they're not particularly fit for purpose. Um, I don't really, you know, it might sound bitter and, and twisted, but I don't see the point in them constantly hitting us with points deductions when it's not, you know, the club's fault and it's not the people running the club. It's the man that owns it that literally doesn't give a jot uh, about what's going on. But, you know, in fairness, there's lots of other clubs that complain about the EFL as much as we can. And, you know, I don't think they're universally liked by anybody. Um, so just add us to the list. 
Yeah, I, I, no, I don't think anyone's a fan of the EFL. Even the ones that actually don't get bothered by them, they don't like them. So, I mean, we're we're we've done all these things, and I don't think there's any denying it. And we've got the punishment that we deserve as a club. But unfortunately, it is the fans, and I keep mm. saying that. But we are just being absolutely battered year after year, and there is no joy, no joy. Anything that is positive that the players do and Good luck to them because mm. none of the players here, it, it, nothing to do with them or the manager and the staff here. It's all down to one person. And everything they do that is actually moving us in, in the right direction just gets killed. It just, mm. It's just a matter of time, isn't it? It's like Mark Bowen's had a good summer. He's brought in, I think he's maximised what he can achieve. Are they all the players that we dream that we could sign in this position? No, they're not. And then you think, well, I've signed them, but we've already lost four points. Mm. And we've only got six. What's the point <laughs> of my job? What's the point when you think, what is the point? You know, I, mm. I want these people to stay, but there is a limit for all these people there, isn't there, surely? Yeah, unfortunately, we're too far, far deep in now to um, be able to just say, you know what, I've had enough of a, a tear up a contract and leave. If only it was that simple. Um, no, there's well, rest assured that, you know, all the staff and the players are feeling exactly the same way as we are. You know, I'm in contact with, you know, a lot of staff, um, you know, and the players are always, you know, bouncy and, and laughy and, you know, a good joke when um, when I see them. And, you know, they're just average people like us getting on with their normal jobs. Um, you know, we're we're a plaything for a billionaire that's currently lost interest and kind of just dropped us and tossed us to the side. And, you know, it's the staff over here that are now having to pick up the pieces and the fans are having to sit through it and, and put up with it. but. You know, we just got to keep the faith, I guess. That's about all we can do, really, as fans. We can make our voices heard. It's whether they'll be listened to. Um, and we just got to stick by our club um, and hope that we come out the other side. I just hope so. I, I really do. I mean, it pushes everyone to the limit of how much they support the club because just watching a team and thinking, you know, what is the point in this? Ultimately, I know I'm an idiot and I will be there on Saturday. Like lots of people who are really frustrated today and say they won't go on Saturday, a lot of them will go. And I understand that. It's because you support the team, you support the club. You fucking hate Die Young. That man is a parasite. There's absolutely no two ways about it. But the team need the support and the protests are going to gather pace, aren't they? And the rightly they should. Because they need to be bigger, they need to be louder, and they need to be constant. And the team will suffer because of that, probably. But the fans were there before this team, and they will be there afterwards. And if we get rid of the owner in some way, I don't say I'm going to do it because that's fucking stupid because I haven't got the power to do it. But somehow someone gets rid of him. Just mm. somehow. I mean, would you take administration? It's an absolutely terrible question to ask, James. But... Would you take it right now? Because if it means he leaves, is that better? But it's also abysmal. I, I don't mm. know where to go with that one. Yeah, it's always, you know, die can't possibly be any worse. But yeah, it's football. So there's always going to be a chance that it probably is worse. Mm. Um, you know, basically instantly means we'll be in, in, in League Two next year because that the team will have to scrape mm. back, you know, minus 10 points of, um, from that point. Um, but I mean, is it a gamble? Is, is it a gamble you're going to, going to take? You know, Bully's prize board is spinning pool. 
it's spinning. Do you take the gamble or do you stick with the money you've won? I mean, that's a, that's what it's come down to. You could win a speedboat, but you could win, you know, you could could win a crappy caravan that nobody really wants. But could win is it better than the twenty pounds? I mean, that's the dream, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Is it better than the twenty pounds and the tankard that you've won so far? That's oh, I don't know. It's a tough one. Could you get double top? That's you know, you get in the lipstick. I don't know. Hundred one or more. It's, it's a tough one to know, isn't it? <laughs> no, um, I, I think you've you've got to do whatever you can to shift him. To be honest, um, administration means he has to put it in himself. So it, it means he's really had enough, and he can't see any way out for him to claw back any of his investment. Mm. Um, and then it just, you know, someone, some local businessman, it'll be a totally different Reading to the one we know because it'll have to be stripped back and it'll be a yeah. significantly, uh, you know, not as rich owner that won't be able to do it. But we'll be a League Two team at that point. So we will have mm. a different, you know, we'll be a different team, but we'll, it'll still be Reading. It won't be AFC Reading or you know, Reading Town or, you know, whatever else it might be if we went to a, a liquidation. Um so, you know, if it gets him out and it gets a chance for a fresh start and, and go again, then, you know, you, you've got to take it. But then you're in League Two with another three windows of embargoes because that's still going to carry over. And then you're thinking, Christ, can we even stay up in the Football League, which is a a situation that you don't even think about. I didn't even think that I'd have to think about this in League One, never mind a year down the line in League Two. So... um you know, it's all ifs, ifs, buts and maybes and none of the scenarios are particularly enjoyable. But, you know, we are where we are. No, none of them. I mean, let's just hope that doesn't happen. I mean, it breaks my heart to think of us in administration and like in this terrible situation. But he's so bad, Diane. Mm. So bad that I would never normally even consider that. It's an absolutely nuclear option. There is mm. no doubt on that. It's not the button that you want to press. But... Oh dear. Well, all we can do is hope at some point a savior comes in and basically strips Dai Young of the club, takes over, puts us in a sensible direction. Mm. That's all we ask for. We don't, we just want to have, a, we want to go for months and years without the EFL bothering us. That's <laughs> what we want. We want to know that we, when we go and watch the team, it really is three points. When we lose, we get used to that anyway. Mm. <laughs> kind of like that's where we are, is ready. But we want to know what we're seeing we can believe. And when you've got to the point when you can't believe what you're seeing in front of your own eyes, that's hard as a fan. That is really hard. But I'm going to stop now. And let's hope the better times do come. And if it was on bullseye, we would definitely get BFH. Buff there. <laughs> There's absolutely no doubt of that. But thanks a lot, James, for joining us. Yes, and, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Up the fucking ding, eh? And fuck Up the ding. Just fuck off, die young, you absolute twat. <laughs>